everybody, Lou DiCepoli here, Heritage Financial Advisory Group. Welcome to the 2021 Heritage Market Outlook. Uh, Happy New Year to you all. We hope this finds you all well with your new year off to a good start and everybody staying safe and healthy. Uh, the purpose of this is to deliver our communication, to keep in touch with you, stay in front of you, let you know what we're thinking about what we're seeing now, but also just give you a quick summary of what happened in 2020. So let's get to it and let's start with what happened in 2020 with the final market numbers. It was basically a tale of three years, the very beginning of 20, which started off fairly normally and quiet. Then we had the uh, COVID virus hit and the markets um, took a deep plunge and a quick one at that. And then we went into a very uh, robust recovery. So when all is said and done, in 2020, the Dow gained just over 7% for the year. The S&P was up 16%. And the NASDAQ, led by all the big technology companies and others, was 43.6%. Now, keeping in mind where the market was with the plunge, it was down over 35% between, uh, you know, in the month of March. So it was just a a great recovery. And our decision to um, reallocate into technology and the technology leaders and winners has proved to be a very smart one. And that's where the recovery was um, within the technology uh, sector, as evidenced by the high returns of the NASDAQ index. Uh, And as you all know, you know, going through the crisis, uh, technology, so many aspects of your life involve it, whether it's communication with friends and family or work-related uh, software applications and devices, uh, e-commerce, uh, even forms of entertainment that you're getting at home. So we, we really don't see that changing for 2021. Um, and we would look again for technology to be the leader in the uh, in the markets, not, not necessarily the same companies, but certainly Uh, There are a lot of technology companies to choose from. Let's uh, go through a brief update uh, on the economy. And we've mentioned this in the past, but uh, we had a strong second half of of 2020. And we would expect that to carry into 2021. And we'll cite some of the reasons as we move along. There are encouraging signs. uh, And when we look at the data, uh, we think that this will um, this recovery will continue. Um, last year, GDP, gross domestic product, took a drop of 31.8%. That's basically when the economies were shutting down, state and local governments and, and um, so many areas of the economy throughout the United States would basically come to a screeching halt. Uh, but we did see a 32% recovery last quarter, uh, as evidenced by more people getting back to their everyday lives, more people getting back to work. There's been a lot of stimulus that has come out. Uh, So things are starting to to, uh, take shape. And we expect that as we move along into 2021, 
that the recovery should continue to grow, um, although it may be at a little bit slower rate um, as the economy goes through a different percentage of, of phases and openings, but we think that it'll still continue to grow. Also, unemployment had hit a high of 14.8%. Remember how low it was pre-COVID. It hit 148 uh, It's come back a very long way. It's still at 6.8%. So there is still more work to be done here, but it is trending in the right direction. We think that with more stimulus, and we know that there will be more uh, between the, the Federal Reserve and the Treasury, and the government's already talking about it, there'll be a second round of the PPP, which is the Payroll Protection, Protection Program. All of those things will continue to help businesses uh, operate and hire back people they may have laid off um, you know, in the first round. So there are a lot of things that are happening, and we feel that those will certainly help uh, drive down the unemployment as more people can get back to work. Uh, total personal income, I mean, it, you know, this varies from household to household, but generally what the numbers are telling us is that for the people who continue to work, their income has continued to go up. Uh, it's often an overlooked area, but it is important because I think as we all understand that personal income drives spending and spending drives the momentum in the economy. So the overall, the U.S. consumer is in good shape. I'm not making a blanket statement, but there are a lot of people who are in good shape. And when you factor in monies that people did not spend in 2020 that they typically would spend, whether it's just casual um, recreation and, and dining or from, you know, expensive vacations or capital improvements or, you know, new cars and things like that. There's a lot of money that has not been spent and it's been accumulated and um, it's earmarked that it probably will be spent during, during this year if things return uh, to normal. So another thing that we look at is the money supply, and, and this particular money supply that we look at is M2, which is an aggregate, aggregate of all the monies that are out in our money supply. And it has expanded, and the reason why it has expanded is through massive stimulus, right? We had, we had a round of it. We're looking at a second round to come. Unemployment benefits and the extension of that. I cited the payroll protection program. Uh, not to mention that money today is very inexpensive in terms of the interest rate to borrow. So there is a lot of money that's out in circulation. And keep in mind that between the government and the Federal Reserve and Treasury, there have, they have been $15 trillion of stimulus worldwide since covid uh, came upon us. So that's a tremendous amount of money out there, and we cannot discount the fact that uh, it's out there and it's cheap and there is more to come. Uh, I also mentioned low interest rates. For people who need to borrow money, it is an incredible time, and it's one of the catalysts of the housing market. The housing market, when it does well, it affects so many different areas of our economy. Um, from 
household goods to capital improvements to, to, to furnishings and contractors and the list goes on and on and on not to mention that all the people involved in buying and selling real estate that is creating opportunities for them whether it's title companies and lawyers and brokers and so forth so we think that as this real estate market continues to do well that's where you you'll see a lot of the spending which permeates throughout the whole economy and um, not to mention that the inventory supply in general for residential is tends to uh, continue to be on the low side and and again as a as a, uh, a reason due to COVID people are changing homes they're expanding their homes they're looking for other things to make the the stay-at-home experience more enjoyable whether it's bigger properties or more rooms in the house uh, so there's a lot of reasons that you know you can look at and say why real estate is going well and we would expect that to continue um, along with the catalyst being low interest rates so you know for 2021 um, we believe that technology will continue to outperform as you can see as we we mentioned the returns on it but there's always new innovation, new software applications, new products coming out that involve technology. And we don't really see this changing. We would expect technology again to be the leader. We expect uh, continued resurgence in economic activity as the economy reopens. Keep in mind, we hope that we're closer to the end of COVID. Nobody knows when it'll be over, but we also have vaccinations that have been going going out now for the last several weeks um, and as all the front line workers and medical people and so forth along with the general population gets vaccinated that will give people reassurance that they can go out and uh, continue to work and live in the way that they used to um, so the vaccination will will give people reassurance on that uh, we also expect that there'll be a demand or a surge in, in goods and services, uh, things that people were not able to do in 20. It can be travel, vacations, home improvement. Um, people missed out a lot of living and a lot of experiences in 2020. And we would expect that people will be looking to make up for those experiences that they lost out on. Uh, maybe doing what they typically have been doing, except they didn't do it in 20, or maybe it'll be in a bigger and bolder way that they really want to, you know, make up and really start to live and enjoy um, for what they missed out on. Uh, we also see this year for 2021 that the Fed will continue to provide unprecedented stimulus in terms of uh, relief money, low interest rate money, and whatever it needs to uh, get this economy back on track. On track. Keep in mind, the printing presses at the Federal Reserve will be fired up, and they will be rolling, and they will be printing money. And <clears throat> the, the U.S. government is very good about printing money and getting it out there. Uh, they don't really worry about too much of how things will be paid for. That's These are important issues uh, that there'll have to be some determination on for you know many years down the road, and part of it may be an increase in income taxes, but we will see. It's a little bit early to to speculate on that, but that's usually where people think the repayments will come very quickly 
uh, in, in, in the form of tax increases, whether it's individual or corporate. Um, we do think that with all the different things going on, uh, and we, we foresee that the markets, we're expecting them to, to be pretty strong this year. It's not without speed bumps. Uh, we, we've seen this time and time again. Uh, here we are, we're just over two weeks into the year, and we've had a couple little bounces in the road. But right now, for us, the bigger picture remains intact. And really, you know, in our process that we utilize in our strategies, the one of the most important things for, uh, for you, our clients, our investors, is to remember that we're looking to manage risk for you and with the management of risk will come the management of returns. But it's so important to keep hold on one's emotions, um, not get involved in day-to-day -day headlines that can cause uh, fluctuations in, in market activity and volatility. So it's important to keep the emotions in check. So there's, I, I gave you a lot of information. I'm happy to continue the conversation with you. Give us a call or send us an email. We look forward to connecting with you soon. Have a great day.